0: This is a message from the emergency podcast system. This is not a test. You are about to enter cognition ignition. Brain cells restored in three, two, one. Welcome to Cognition Ignition. Hey, join in on the conversation over on Facebook. Just check out Cognition Ignition there and as well on YouTube. Uh, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Tony and Carmine. How you guys doing today? Uh, not too bad. Good to hear. Yeah, it's a pretty exciting day, actually. Yeah, it certainly is. I don't know if you want to get into it. Maybe we talk about that later. But uh, first off, I want to tell you guys a quick little story here. Does the date February 6, 1977 mean anything to you? It does not. No? No. Nope. Of course not. Uh, other than being 1,096 days before the birth of the very great man, uh, that great man being me, it was also the 25th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth becoming the Queen of England. Um, 25th anniversary is a silver anniversary, is that right? I think 50th is gold, um, 100th is you diamond. You guys would no better than I would. Yeah, um, I don't think I've been with anyone for 25 <laughs> years, so <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it, it was her silver silver anniversary. For this uh, so she wanted to throw herself a big old party because that's what queens do. I, I, I suppose um, the other side of England, um, the dark, seedy underbelly of England, there was a music genre that was really getting big at that time, and that was punk. Um, one of the big players in the music industry over there was Virgin Records, and who was started by does anyone know who started Virgin Records? Um, uh, Branson, wasn't it? Another fantastic entrepreneur, Richard Branson, absolutely. Um, so he he saw the money that was gonna be happening. He had the foresight to know that this punk was gonna be a really big thing. So he had a an up and coming band called the Sex Pistols under the Virgin Records contract. And he had a good idea on this silver anniversary party that the Queen was throwing for himself. And what he did was he got this band. They just had a new album come out called Nevermind the Bullocks, here's the Sex Pistols, which is their um, their their highest achieving album. I had some really great songs on that. On that album and what he did was he rented a boat onto the River Thames and the River Thames runs right through the center of England right next to Parliament and right at the same time as the boat was coming up to Parliament he had the Sex Pistols play their hit song God Save the Queen right in front of the Parliament building as another man who was over on the bridge um, this guy went by the pseudonym as rocket man and i get you will let you guys guess who that was in the 70s rocket man england good old Alan john allegedly i'm not going to put that out there <laughs> anyway rocket man was on the bridge lighting up fireworks call, calling attention to this boat that's going by in this impromptu concert if you will the lyrics to god save the queen are pretty anti-monarchy as god save the queen in her fascist regime uh, it's a very, very catchy tune in all this. This really got Queen Elizabeth very, very angry. So she called the cops. The cops came. They got the boat out of the water and all this, and she made a mandate saying sex pistols cannot have any music playing on the radio anymore. She got fed up with them. That's a little, it's easier to do over there in England because they have the BBC. So it, that's, um, that's government control radio. So they're able pretty quickly to go ahead and censor the sex pistols off of, off of the music. When that happened, the Sex Pistols' popularity skyrocketed. God Save the Queen immediately became not the number 1 song, but the number 2 song in the whole in the whole thing. Richard Branson, we all know how he it turned out for him. He became multi uh, potentially billionaire, I don't know. He, he's, he's in charge of so much stuff. Um, he also became knighted by the same Queen Elizabeth as well as Rocket Man ended up being, you know, knighted by the, by the uh, same Queen Elizabeth. It just goes to show you the unintended consequences of something like censorship where she's saying, hey, I don't want this song to be heard anymore. And she drew so much attention to it that everyone ended up hearing that song, shot it through the things, and everyone turned out okay with it. Uh, What's that old homie or Adam that you um, hear? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, this is one of them. She gave them bad publicity. She was trying to give them bad publicity and skyrocketing in their career. Pretty sure the Sex Pistols are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. And this was certainly a kicking the butt in the right direction for them. So thank you, Queen Elizabeth for, uh, bringing punk to the limelight there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's just a, such a funny
1: picture to me. You know, Queen Elizabeth shaking her fist, the kids playing that heavy metal music on the yard. while right. calling the
0: cops on them, <laughs> which is, you know, no one punks in the cops, you know, that, that's just adding yep. fuel to the fire and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so it, if, if no one has guessed yet today, we're going to be talking about censorship. Um, this, conversation was brought to our attention because Carmine he sent us a picture of some terms and agreement on our podcasting platform. Uh, Apple it was, um, it was their podcasting platform. Carmine, you want to go ahead and read what it says there and we can get going from there.
2: Um, yeah, so this is basically the what the content allows for a podcast and what it doesn't allow. And I was just surprised about what how specific they were about some of the things that they don't allow. But then they're kind of they don't have a big list, there, but they're very sp- specific about this. One thing is Nazi propaganda. And what that is, is content must not depict Nazi sim- symbolism as restricted by local law, such as the, you'll know this word probably. Where are we looking? Strafgastabuch.
0: What is that, German? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Section 86A or any other country that restricts Nazi propaganda if content violating stref book section 86a is submitted three times, your entire catalog could be removed from Apple podcast. And I would say that's a good rule, right? But there's so many other types of propaganda that you can use to basically insult any category of people. And I'm confused as to why it's so specific to that another rule that it has is um, cultural sensitivities plays part in creating your podcast which is it is the podcast creator it is the podcast creator's responsibility to be knowledgeable about the local regulations and cultural sensitivities content distributed must be legal and appropriate for the countries or regions where the content is cleared this content may be removed if it does not follow the guidance so for one, it's interesting how it's country to country that it doesn't seem that Apple is in so so much control of these,
0: right? Yeah, I guess when you have a global company like Apple uh, dealing with the laws, it's got to be you know they probably have their own set of lawyers who, who deal with that mm-hmm. global laws and all that uh, because certainly American laws are going to be different than say something like Bangladesh, right? Um, it, it is very interesting how they definitely pinpointed out Nazi propaganda and umbrella termed you know, cultural indifferences to the other one. But you have to remember, too, the Nazis are still around as well.
1: Like, there's still a Nazi party you can join, they're still a very active part of our community. So I think it, you know, you don't have the Mussolini party or the Stalin party anymore. It's It's the Nazi party, you know. So I think it's to stop those people who are still. Active from, from participating in negative propaganda on Apple products.
0: Are they active? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have, have you come across them? I'm not trying to challenge uh, you, but I, I don't I... know.
1: Not, I understand what you're saying. Um, I haven't personally, like, I haven't bumped into the street and been like, oh, it's a Nazi. Yeah. But there have been um, uh, events, you know, even in the paper. I know a few years ago, there were, you know, Nazi groups were terrorizing synagogues and yeah. chasing after rabbis and, and that type of thing. So there's still a very Pronounced group in modern society.
0: Yeah, I, I hung out with a couple of skinheads in college. Actually, um, there's a there's a faction of Nazi skinheads called Sharps. Sharps, I'm sorry, uh, Sharps. Yeah, it's, it, and it's an acronym: Skinheads Against Racial Prejudice. So they just really like the scene, but they don't like the prejudice, the prejudice that goes along uh, with it. So they just want to shave their heads and wear suspenders and, you know, and I, Doc Martins. I, I and, understand
2: <laughs> it because they're like, you know rednecks have a lot of fun too you know like they go wheeling and stuff like that but there is that bad side of it but that scene itself when you're not bringing all that negativity is is a lot of fun i got my redneck side i don't know about you guys but i used to go wheeling all the time and uh, do that kind of stuff so i I get what what they mean about that but when you start shaving your head still i mean you are are symbol symbolizing that um you're a nazi in a way like
1: yeah i mean you know, if you want to dress up like a sheet with a plunger on your head just because you like it, we're all gonna still think you're in the KKK. You know what right. I mean? Like,
0: as, as the guy here with the shortest hair, I, I kind of take offense to that. I'm not a Nazi, but I do enjoy short hair. It's just a lot less hassle. But
2: you also um, don't have a bunch of tattoos of swastikas and things. Yeah, I, mean...
0: I, I don't know what, what would differentiate or where, where the line of the sand is. This guy is just, this is his style, and then, then he crosses over into this is a, a Nazi type of, of getup. I'm not sure. Uh, rainbow uh, suspenders I don't know
3: <laughs>
2: well you're also asking being dressed like that you kind of because you know people will imply that from sure. being dressed like that too and you, you, you can't be surprised when somebody does put that on you you know that like you are a Nazi because you're you you're symbolizing them with everything you're doing yeah, understood. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I do get wise, like, that being in the, the redneck culture, I mean, it's, it's fun hanging out with people who kind of are a little wild sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, it's very um, masculine, I, I feel, sometimes, just going out there and drinking your beer and, you know, shooting some guns and rolling around in the mud and driving heavy machinery it's almost life. so
2: like a different kind of zen because yeah. you're just in the moment whatever comes up comes up kind of thing uh and, and you, you're just going about life having fun really yeah. it's free you know That's you kind of expect though. bad things to happen when you're out there doing <laughs> those kind of things and it's like
0: you're still doing them just because you're going about it mm-hmm. so do you guys have any problem with what apple has in their uh, terms and conditions there I don't
2: know. I don't have a problem. Well, okay. It wasn't so much a problem with what their terms and conditions. I'm surprised that it doesn't go a little bit deeper yeah. um, than just saying Nazi propaganda. It does talk about the cultural sensitivities, but um, really Nazi propaganda falls under that, in my opinion. Sure.
0: Uh, right. W- why, why, the, why specify something where your umbrella term already covers that? And, and not
2: specify a little bit more. I'm, I'm wondering if there was a specific incident and maybe Nazis were actually swarming podcasts so they could communicate or something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for it. Me. I'm wondering why and why when they notice that happens, why don't they go deeper? Because there's racism and there's religious prejudice and things like that. And you can go out and, and talk bad about Muslims and things like that, you know, and, and there's groups
0: that do do that. Right. That's so I, w- I wonder if they have podcasts. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it, it, it would be easy to have a racist podcast without being overly racist, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, probably. Just yeah. change some words around, you right? Know, your your code names or whatever.
0: Yeah, just speak with rhetoric that you know just masks it all, and you could probably get away with it. Um, who's that? Uh, David Duke. Uh, I, mean, I could see someone like him. You guys know who that is. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's the head of the Aryan Brotherhood. Um, but yeah, I could totally see him getting away with something like that. You know, he's a well-spoken guy. Mm-hmm. It's just that you know the words that come out of his mouth are pretty garbage. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. You know, you'd figure. Um, you know, the
1: neo-Nazis and the the Ku Klux Klan and all these modern hate groups where you want to think they're a bunch of ignorant hicks, but they're actually very intelligent people with, you know, good jobs and they make good money and they they lead good lives and they just have this, you know, this hatred and poison somewhere in their veins that allow them to to be the way they are.
0: It's a shame that they're a little misguided because if they use that intelligence for better things, you know, who knows what they could accomplish, but they're too busy in their own um, hate, you know? Exactly. Uh, this country has had a long history of censoring people I I think any government you can point through throughout history has been censoring people Uh, you can go all the way back to um, Socrates Uh, he was very outspoken against the the government of the day and we're talking about a a philosopher back in ancient Greece they just sit around and and a lot of times they just talk right and all the young kids would come up to them because you know these kids these are the, the elders of of the town these guys are the yeah the smartest people so let's learn from them and the government then they like well we don't want you poisoning the minds of our youth so get out of here or drink this delicious juice of um, hemlock and yeah for some reason socrates um chose the hemlock and he died you know th- basically they assassinated him but in a way that it was a way of cens- censoring him yeah you know, they are they were tired of him poisoning the minds of or in their words poisoning the minds of the youth so let's just get rid of him one way or another so that, that's been a tool of governments for a long, long time. Um, I don't have an issue with this because this is not a government telling us to do this. This is an Apple and we're choosing to do business with Apple by putting our podcasts up there. So, hey, if you want to play this game, you got to play by our rules and we're choosing to play this game. So I, I have no issue with Apple put, putting that out there. Um, yeah,
1: I feel like that's, you know, the same with any job. You know, they have a dress, some type of dress code, whether it's, sure. you know, lax or, or strict, but, you know, generally don't wear, you know, clothing with swears or obscene images on it. Yeah, technically that's censoring, but it makes sense. You're going to be out in public around people,
0: you know. Right. Right. Um, I'm, I'm real big on private property laws. Uh, you see all these real stupid videos nowadays where people walk into a grocery store and you can't be in here. You need a mask on. Oh, where's the law that says I need a mask on? No, it's his store. He makes the rules. Mm-hmm. And if he wants you to, just like the no shoes, no shirt, no service stuff, uh, the, this is what he's implementing. If you don't like it, go to the next door down. That's all you got to do. So
2: do you think as consumers that people should be censored from how their food is
0: processed or made? Uh, it's, it's, it's it's funny you bring that up because I got a list of books that were censored back in the day. And Louis Sinclair, The Jungle, is that mm-hmm. his name? Sinclair Lewis? It's one of those two. Um, but yep. the, have you guys ever read that book, The Jungle? Yep. Yeah. A horrific book. As it, have you read it, Carmine? No. Uh, so it's about the um, uh, the early beginnings of the meatpacking industry, I guess, and just the the horrible, like, the feces and the rats and, and the mold and everything that was put into all the meat, and it was just given to people. Like, hey, no, here's your meat. This is what you wanted. This is what you get. And that book uh Sinclair Lewis I'm sorry I should have looked up the guy's name Um, Lewis Sinclair he wrote this book and he got um lambasted pretty hard because this was an industry you know and they really went went for him but he exposed that this is what's happening this is not healthy this is not safe so it actually made um I don't want to say uh I think I want to say that it it started the birth of the FDA or at least planted the seeds that we need some type of regulation regulatory committee to you know to go over our food, mm-hmm. so to answer your question, you know, it, you know, that certainly helped things. Getting the exposure out there to the people, hey, this is what's happening, and this is what we're putting on our bodies. We need to control these people.
2: And then forward that a little bit, people started going onto farms and videotaping them. Yeah, right. For sure. I'm sure right. you
0: guys have heard about that.
3: Right.
2: And there's actually some states that ban that, <laughs> that without without know, without the owner's permission. So that's why I want to get into this personal property because yeah, it's personal property but you're using that personal property to serve the public. Sure. So where do we draw that line? Because there are states that kind of, or it's not kind of, it's they have laws that pro- prohibit us from
0: going on there with a video camera. Yeah, it's nonsense. Transparency should be there. People should be knowing what companies are, are doing to them. And I think the good companies out there should be embracing this idea as well because hey, we're, we're doing it good. You can, you, can, you can go through our books with a fine tooth comb and see exactly how we're doing it. And if this is, it lives up to your standards, please buy our products and the companies that say, who close their doors and say don't do this, well, hey, vote with your dollar. Stop buying their products, buy our products. You know, I think that's a good way of a...
2: Yeah, because uh, you would think they would want the pub- publicity. If, if they it's were... good publicity, surely. Right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because, you know, I, I've seen some of those videos where, you know, chickens are probably the worst, where they're just horrifically, a horrific environment that they're uh, brought up in and, and chicken is probably one of the most eaten meats in the world, mm-hmm. um, but if you knew what was going on with the chickens, people might turn vegan and <laughs> they might turn vegetarian. That's part of the more. reason,
2: like I, I tell you, yeah, you this you, comes you, up a lot said this and, before, it, and it's you in it my head. It's going to happen probably sooner or later because yeah. like sometimes I don't finish my meat now. Like it's yeah, getting, really. it's getting more and more where like, cause you've seen those things, then you start looking at your meat and it's just, <laughs> that's not right. But so it, it's kind of bothers me that we can't see how these things are actually happening and making, and like making sure that it's, it should be humane to these animals i mean they are serving us really uh, they're, yeah. they're giving their life up for us we could at least treat them humanely but they don't even want us to
0: see those kind of things and i don't know that's it's a terrible. bit of a tangent but have you guys ever experienced woody chicken I, no no have you what do you mean it's 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 kind of a recent phenomenon in the last few years you get uh, i think it happens mostly in chicken breast where you get these hard compacted knots in yes. the meat I can't eat it once I taste that. Nope. I, I don't. I don't want to eat chicken for the next week after I taste that. It's so off-putting. It's. Have you not come across this No, I mean I don't like chicken. It's almost right like tendons. So.
2: It's almost like there's little tendons yeah. where, like that are just stuck in in the middle of your chicken. It's not where the bone's supposed to be. Right. It's just there. Uh, I
1: wonder if that's like you know because they give the,
0: the chickens extra hormones and stuff. That's exactly what if, it is. So these yeah. chickens are getting hormones and they're growing their body's growing a lot faster than their bones can support and whatnot, and especially the breast, because everyone likes breast meat, so they really want these plumped up, big-breasted chickens, for lack mm-hmm. of better terms, and yet yeah, the, the meat just grows abnormally, and you get these woody sections, and you know, to what Carmine said, yeah, after you put that in your mouth, you don't want to eat anything ever again, because it's so off-putting, and I, again, I think there's something in our DNA that's triggering, saying, get this away from me, this is not good, because it's, again, it's very, very off-putting.
2: And and going going vegan isn't that easy either. Like it's really there's a lot of research into that to make sure that you're eating okay. That's probably a big reason I really haven't uh, got on that boat yet because
1: vegetarian too. I always think vegetarian is much safer. Yeah, even that it's still a
2: lot of research on like making sure I get enough protein. Because I mean I can eat my greens a lot faster than I can eat my chicken, and it's not nearly as filling. So you have to do a lot of math figuring out what you're going to eat. Cheese, uh, cheese, beans,
1: grains, quinoa. Well, I guess you'll help me with that. It's stuff that I've played around with before, so, yeah.
0: Tony always wanted to be a personal chef, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, the idea of veganism has never been a a great taste in my mouth because I don't think it serves any great purpose. It's not healthy for you because a lot of the stuff they eat is just processed anyway. Yeah. So you know, it comes from a factory there's a bunch of stuff you don't know what's really in there you know well you do but you know you can read it try menthol saccharide blah 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 blah. a lot right. of technical terms you know and then oh well it's for the animals because we don't like seeing the animals slaughtered well you're taking away their land because now you have to build more factories to make your fake food
0: so yeah yeah you know. i was vegetarian two times in my life mm. yeah it was once when I was in college and the other time when I was in the service and both times I had access to a salad bar, which made it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, especially, Hey, we're in Connecticut and it's February. It's hard to get vegetables nowadays, uh, especially good tasting vegetables. Mm-hmm. So good luck if you go on that journey, Carmine. <laughs> so veganism, censorship, not sure how we got there, but we got there and that's, that's the golden, uh, stuff of a podcasting right now. Um, so uh, what censorship, um, mostly good, mostly bad? You know, I, I think it can go either way here. Yeah, it definitely depends on the situation.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff we really shouldn't know about, in my opinion. Yeah, we're like not... what? Well, so, I mean, for instance, we can start with religion, because why not? We like talking about it. You know, the Bible originally was not meant to be read by everyone, because people didn't know how to read. So you had your your leader, whether it be a priest or or whomever at the time, they would be the ones who would read you the Bible, read you passages, and they would analyze it, and that's the rules that you followed. And everything was good until people started to learn how to read. And then they would read the Bible for themselves and be like, well, I don't agree with you. I think this means this to me. Well, now we have another sect of Christianity. And now we have a third person who read it and said, well, I actually think it means this. So now we have another sect. So fast forward, I mean, how many different sects are there? That are constantly fighting about Can you put an, a number yeah, on that? Yeah, honestly. Yeah.
0: Every day there's more and more.
1: So uh, essentially it was censorship, right? There's only, you know, a couple of people they wanted to be able to actually read it. It was supposed to be censored for everybody else, but that kind of kept it fluent. Then when you have everyone else, you know, take the censorship away, everyone else can read it, then you have, you know, kind of a bit of chaos because you now we have different groups of people fighting over what it means to them and we have schisms and divisions. Sure. Right?
0: Yeah, the the and, you know, I guess you're approaching this from a, your Jewish background. Yeah. yeah for um, I Jew- can pick on you guys because, you know, we came first. So, we're you, just kind of looking down laughing at you. You did. But, uh, <laughs> just because first doesn't mean you're always right. It's an uh, argumentum antiquitum. Yes, I'm, I'm bringing up Latin. Well, you know, just because it's done uh, in the past doesn't mean is it's, it's always true. So, the, the Christian perspective on that would be after uh, Christ died, mm-hmm. um, there was a separator in the temple from where everyone can go and only the high priest can go. Mm-hmm. And, symbolically after christ died that tapestry was torn in half meaning that everyone has access to where the high priest can go. so that that gave the christians a green light to go start and doing this themselves um but even even after that especially in the dark ages where people they just didn't have a need to read they were more focused on surviving yeah um it, it was a very easy for the church to control people in those manners because no one could read at the time and then i guess a uh, Gutenberg kind of screwed up everything you know mm-hmm. uh, making, making the printed press and probably arguably one of the best inventions for, for mankind especially for uh, the sharing of information and all that um, have you guys ever been censored before I don't think so not that I can think of off the top of my head anyway yeah um, I've been censored on Facebook actually my mother was just kicked off Facebook I, she had like a time out um, is this what you're talking about because i don't know any i don't have a facebook so you guys do if do you guys have you guys heard of this uh, well yeah being kicked off yeah i've heard of that before well, she wasn't kicked off she had a like, timeout like she couldn't access it for uh, a week or two yeah like, that's what i meant yeah essentially that happens what what what, what press uh, what precipitates that
1: um it could be a variety of things really uh, they actually
2: they have all the rules posted on facebook yeah mm-hmm. but people can report you they can report your posts um The algorithms will see if there's they they do fact checks so if you post something that's not a fact they do a fact check on it and then they'll put at the bottom of it like this is not true and then try to give you the real information um so if you're going against any of those they can decide and there's a lot of groups too that they'll they'll ban groups now um because they have a lot of private groups like people would set them up for bunch of different things whether it's just communication even like podcasts like this like you know i haven't gone to that um so they put more strict guidelines on those where like admins have to approve the post now where they before they had the option of approving it or just letting anybody post but they want to make sure that people aren't posting um certain things i don't really know what what you're not allowed to post to be honest with you i don't think anyone does i think you do it and then it's like Oh kind of. man, I'm you not. You find gonna, out after the fact. Yeah, that, you, you kind know. of. I mean, you generally know not to post terrible things that are like going to get you looked at as a criminal, you know? Well,
0: that, that's why I'm so curious because my mother is in her 70s, and what could she have possibly posted that got her, you know? What's but, her. Uh, honestly, a lot well, of it is it has to po- be political, right? What's it, her political it was, affiliation? It was right after the. Um, uh, goodness. It was right after the um, storming of the Capitol. So she might have had some opinions on that. I guess that and sure. that's the thing that's sick, right.
2: how would they ban her for her opinion even like no matter sure. what right you know what i'm saying so it is it is bothersome and that you don't know what you're going to get banned for and you in that you can't have an opinion on that it's a, like i don't know
0: again i go back to the private property laws you know this is facebook's game and we're choosing to play it so we kind of have to play by the rules you know if this was the US Facebook, where it was the government provided Facebook, that'd be a little bit different because that would be, you know, government imposed censorship, which arguably is, is a bad thing. Um, I was, um, no, uh,
2: Facebook is required to regulate based on government, what
0: government wants, though, I think. Right. But no, everyone in the country isn't forced to use Facebook. That, that's my point. We, we, we choose to use Facebook. So if you choose to use Facebook, you have to abide by Facebook's rules. That's my point.
1: I don't know. I almost feel like it's, you know, instead of dealing with the problem yourself, that's running to you know mommy and daddy or teacher or whatever. Like, it's, you know, if you're gonna report someone, it's you know this person said something you don't like. Instead of going and tattling on them, just you know unfriend them. Right. That's you what know, I did. That's, that's why I don't. Yeah. Have,
0: that's why I got off Facebook. Cause mm-hmm. I don't really care about my friends' inner thoughts like that.
2: The, well, the biggest thing you know. is that if they're censoring people, you have to think there's a reason why. And and like what like. Or, like What's the real reason to censor anybody on Facebook? I mean, it's just people putting their opinions up most of the time. I would understand if they were actually inciting violence, like. But sure. your mom didn't go incite.
0: violence. I would hope not. But I would agree. Yeah, I don't
1: know, probably I'll not. find out. Maybe yeah. there's a dark side that uh... a yeah. little rebel rouser out there, <laughs> little granny.
2: <laughs> but so yes, yeah, it's, it's it's hard. It's that's. I think the problem with censoring people is that you automatically are going to get theories of what's happening. Like somebody's going to jump to a conclusion, and it, and it, I think it's rightfully so. Because, like we said, transparency. The yeah. minute things aren't transparent, there's a there's a lot of people who realize there's a reason things aren't transparent. Because if, if things were okay, they would be transparent, and everybody would be happy, and get like the publicity of what's happening, right? Right. So it, it, it's. I get that they have the right, but at the same time, you have to expect that people are going to be upset about that and understand why they're upset. But I mean, you're, you're censoring them from and, and not letting them know why right. if they're not doing anything.
0: Right, I asked my mother what, what happened, and she said something incredibly innocuous, like "I, I don't know." I, I took that as she just didn't want to tell me. Like it was, she said something really, really naughty, but maybe she just really didn't know what she said. You know, it just blindsided her as much as blindsided. No, it could else. it
2: could have she could have been she could have shared the wrong article. Yeah, because it's it's, it's easy to share things. Sure. So um, that could have did it. Yeah.
0: i I've, I've been censored quite a few times. Uh, my, my job now doesn't allow me to talk. Bad about our competitors on social media, which is fine with me because I don't, I don't have a social media, so it's hard for me to do that anyway.
2: But that's PR. That's just keeping a sure, but you know, reputation.
0: If, right, I, I can get fired if I do so. So they're they're censoring me, censoring is, me. Do you think that's wrong? No, I don't. Again, it's these are the rules that my company is setting up to play, and if I want to continue to get a paycheck, I got to abide by these rules. And They I may
2: look do. at like a future partnership. They wouldn't want to like damage that from sure. Sure.
1: And really, like, what are you going to – are you going to go around talking smack about your competitor? Like, oh, you see how well I fixed this machine? You know, these right. guys at blah, blah, blah. This would have taken them, like, an extra three hours, I, so, you I, know, I stick don't, with us. I don't
0: know what management <laughs> like, thinks <laughs> we do on, on our free time because I certainly don't talk about this stuff uh-huh. on my free time. i got right, better yeah. things to do, but they, they think uh-huh. we do, I guess. Um, Carmine, you're about to have a kid. You're, you're absolutely going to be censoring his input, right? You're not going to sit him down in front of Nightmare of Elm Street the first day he's born, right? You're going to, mm-hmm. you know. Profanity is hard, but I I think it's better that the parent takes on that role of censoring what goes into your child's ear as opposed to having nanny government do something like that. Um, So, yeah. I I agree
2: with you. And I think what, um, but the only thing is, like, because parents kind of dictate that too, later on that's when problems occur because you have a bunch of different parents choosing things a different way too. So, yeah. that's what causes these problems with censorship is because then you got somebody say, oh, you grew up that way, that's not right, or that you think these things and you, were, are, you still get it generationally kind of these inputs. But I think as we grow too, people kind of like, as, as generations go on people, each generation gets a little um, nicer to each other, I guess, where we don't need to be so censored all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't try to censor each other so much, I think as like late or earlier generations. I don't think we have the need to. Like, we kind of grow together a lot more.
0: It's an interesting perspective. I don't know if I'm, I'm quite with you there yet. Um, I would agree in the past censorship happened a lot more now because and i think
2: that's because there was like more prejudice to the point where like it, it they were trying there was a lot more control trying to happen individually yeah, i'm saying right not on this whole so, uh societal scale like on government term because i think the government always tries to censor people any government that's ever been in existence has tried has censored its people Since to the dawn of time to, but i'm saying individualistically i don't think that we try to censor each other so much we're like a lot of like as generations go on they're more willing to listen to even when you think about gays were censored at one time you know blacks were censored at one time like, and, and I think as generations go on we try to fight that censorship you yeah, know sure. I mean and it's worse than censorship but it yeah. turns into it right
0: as we get more intelligent as a as a human humanity well um, there's a lot of panics back in the day like oh my gosh the, the gay panic or the satanic panic uh, we, we, we got to enforce these things so our children don't get in hold of it because they're all gonna you know be killing kittens and well, whatnot
2: all of my mental health patients that I take care of now and who are out in the public would have been locked up you know what I mean we would have censored them from society because right. they we didn't know how to handle them you know and that's been changing too like so sure. I it's I think it's good that's good that's a good sign because it does show things actually do get better but the censorship that happens during it is kind of... It's it's iffy because you understand that bad things can happen if they don't, but then you're assuming bad things are happening when it is. So, it's very hard to really say. And I don't like controlling people either. So
0: right. I I, I think the best bet is to stop controlling people and let people make those decisions for themselves. Um, it's also and then it then also like, might be riskier to do well, that. Too. And
2: so then it comes down: Do we take the consequences because they have to come with it, or do we do do we? continue censoring so we don't have to face those consequences. But I also feel that eventually emotions grow from censorship that end up just as bad as what would have came from right. not censoring.
0: Right. Go, uh, you know, going back to my story that I opened this up with the unintended consequences. You know, a lot of times when you censor something, you get this forbidden fruit aspect. We're like, Whoa, whoa, that, that song was censored. Well, I was it censored. Now I really want to hear it. Or this book was just removed from the public school system. Why? Now I want to read it. So, um,
2: and that bothers me too No
0: book uh, that, like, Any book I get, if I
2: get when they have bad words But change those words around or something like, like, like is, Don't, don't reg- d- delete that yeah. Yeah, I, you don't, know?
0: I don't even know bad words like, um, It's history And sure, it shows
2: but... you even how people spoke before And like, what kind of thoughts And how we've evolved I, don't think that, I think taking away books like that Take away from how much we've evolved You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely i, I got a list of books in here I'd like to go through um, But to your point um, Tom Sawyer <laughs> or uh, *Huckleberry of Huck- Finn, Finn was, was, was taken away because they said the n-word in it well you know it was about a kid in the south in that time frame that was part of his vernacular it's not right and um
1: and that's a that's a learning a, point yeah Mark Twain but
0: yeah um, Twain wasn't like glorifying it by any
1: stretch you no, know he spent time there he studied it he talked to the the community around him you know trying to figure out as close as humanly possible what the vernacular would be and that's what he came up with you know right. it wasn't and, a racial thing and whatsoever. he was right that's what it, it yeah. was Yep. So that's a yeah. That's a big reason that one. And even now, in, in modern copies, you can get it. And you know now it's like N with a long blank next to it. Is that right, Jim? Something like that. Because no one yeah. knows what that word is
0: now. Yeah. Honestly.
1: <laughs>
2: so an unintended qu- consequence is if they keep taking that word out of history, a hundred years from now, people are going to say, "No, that wasn't used. You're making that up." Right. Mm-hmm. There's an unintended consequence of that because weren't we're not show, we're not teaching people like there was this word used because they had slaves and they were treating them improperly. And now we're just going to get rid of, rid of the word. And, Oh, that was a, your imagination. You know, that's what that, and that's a hundred years from now, maybe, but that's the unintended consequence mm-hmm. of censoring.
0: You're also robbing the African-American people from a, a big part of their history, mm-hmm. you know, whether they want to, you know, say, it was not necessarily a good thing, but just because things happen, don't, and it's a big part of your, one's history. doesn't mean it has to be good. Bad things happen, you know, you, you know, Jewish people, for instance, you know, the Holocaust happened, yeah. and it's a big thing that identifies a There's Jewish person. So many Holocaust deniers, too.
1: It's a, it's obscene that people just absolutely don't believe that it happened. Yeah, and I don't know if it's you know for racial reasons or if just because it's such a, a horrific thing they don't actually think that it could have happened
2: because well, it was censored like people don't even realize we brought their scientist over to the United States mm-hmm. like people don't realize it but it's true you can look it up and it is 100% oh, yeah. true Operation Mockingjay
0: like or Mockingbird that's the name of it bringing all the uh, and, and that's
2: exactly n-word. what they'll do by taking the n-word out of these books is like oh, let's say you know and maybe even shorter because really the Holocaust wasn't that long ago but like you know they're gonna say no that's not true it's it's made up and it was just propaganda like And 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 that's sad because I think that's a lot of what our history is that we've learned, and that's and we'll never know, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's all been censored through through all that. I I honestly I always thought like Facebook was going to be the reason that like censorship was almost stopping. Like people post what they post, it's going to be there forever. Like you want to go back. 50 years from now and see what you were thinking when you were 12 years old, you're going to be able to figure it out. But um, now some things aren't going to be up there. So it's, uh, that's that's why um, it is a bothersome because of these consequences that will happen.
0: Mm-hmm. You guys heard of the Streisand effect? No. No? Named after Barbara. Good old Barbara. <laughs> right. So um, I guess she got pissed off at, I want to say it was Google Earth perhaps, that her mansion was coming up on Google Earth and she wrote them or contacted them and said hey I, I really don't want people to know where i live i don't want people to see my house and whatnot please take me off google earth and google earth said no we're not going to do that because we don't have to um she made such a big stink about it everyone started googling where does barbara streisand live causing calling attention to herself so again she's out there trying to say don't do this and by saying don't do this people are actually going to be doing that so censoring again back to on um, gives it this forbidden fruit. Oh, what is this song about? And Now I want to hear that song. Sometimes it's better just to let sleeping dogs lie and go on with life because, you know, who's going to Google where Barbra Streisand is? Yeah, I don't exactly I don't a crap, but right. now that i heard of the Streisand <laughs> effect,
1: oh, listen, let's, let's check it out. Never, you know? never in my life would I have thought about like sitting down in front of my computer, let's see what Barb's up to today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a Wikipedia page on it, so millions of people probably have done that. That's
3: true.
2: So, so let's bring that to privacy. You know, they've they've they can take pictures while people are out in their yard and they've actually had people like, tops off like and things like that and I don't know that's it that's an invasion of privacy do you think how Google does there and I mean they should have a thing where like you can call and say I don't want to be on there right they
1: should know enough like if somebody's you know like if somebody naked you just, could it shouldn't be on there
2: you could get out of the yellow you know? pages if you wanted to you know mm-hmm. what I mean like she so would think that kind of thing but I don't know because out in space no one owns it and that's where these satellites that take a lot of these pictures are I don't know how far Exactly, but I do know that like there's like no treaties about space where it's open to anybody. So,
0: what what I heard, and I, I don't know if this is true, but if you buy property, you own that property. You don't own the air above the property. Nope. So if Google or it's airspace. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if they're flying overhead and they're taking aerial shots, you're SOL because they're they're perfectly in their rights to do that. Although you're on your private property, that's that's what I heard. I don't know if that's substantiated. Any.
1: You could actually buy those air rights though really yeah there is a because um, that's essentially what people do like if um somebody's trying to build a high-rise or something yeah, not um, in my backyard people e- exactly yeah. yeah yeah you can buy those air rights to stop them from from building things to block out your view or whatever you want to do do you pay by the cubic foot I, 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 I don't, don't know like the science behind it at all but yeah
2: and what I, happens when eminent domain comes in effect
1: <laughs> that's that uh, the lawyerese we you were talking about yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. how do you fight something like that mm. Um, there's a uh, a lot of podcasts I listen to. I'm big into the true crime stuff, and a lot of podcasts took the No Notoriety Pledge. Have you heard of this? No. Um, for instance, one of the podcasts is called Active Shooter, and it goes through all like the big active shooting events and describes the history and all that. But one thing they'll never do is they never mention the name of the person who perpetrated it, which I think is kind of cool. They're censoring his name because they want to erase him from history because screw this guy. you know He, he did something horrific. He shouldn't have a voice anymore, something like this. You can go out there and you can find his name, but they're gonna say, "Hey, we're not gonna perpetuate this this stuff anymore." Yeah, I, I, I find that be kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. Self centering in those regards. It's,
2: yeah, uh, it it still does delete the history though, because like, that, that's what they're trying to do. But
0: it's sure it doesn't delete it, but hey, we're not gonna propagate the history anymore because a lot of times these people want to one up each other. You know, hey, Dylan and uh, the other dude. Uh, from columbine hey they did a good thing but i can do it better you know i'm gonna go into the kindergarten class or some nonsense like that you know that's true that does it
1: does spread when you hear about that stuff it, it's almost like Copycat. a rite of passage yeah it's like a doorway that you know when you open it up everyone else wants to run through it
0: yeah it's a disgusting doorway mm-hmm. and there's also this edition Acts. have you heard of this there's been a couple of sedition acts in this in this I country. Mean, you're making me feel dumb today. Bring yeah. all this stuff I never heard there, of. There, there, there's a, yeah, there's a whole bunch of a uh, yeah. This country, this country's history is rife with with mm-hmm. censorship. But yeah, sedition acts. It started back in um, 1798, where you can't talk bad on the government. You can get put in prison for something like this. And there's been a, a few after that. I think the latest one is the 1918, and they're putting the clause of uh, for espionage reasons in there. Saying, oh no no, we're doing it for good reasons. But still, you have that umbrella term that's going over everything and you could actually be um charged with you know the sedition act of 1918 just for uh, talking about it on the government i don't think it happens too too often but still you know once the laws are on the books they're, it's, they're on the books that's that that's ridiculous surely yeah. i would right. i would be arrested on a weekly basis if, yeah. honestly maybe I after mean, this podcast yeah, yeah. yeah. right, right. <laughs> are, are, the, are, <laughs> are the black trucks pulling up now you know <laughs>
1: Like I mean, it's in our it's in our constitution to go against the government if we feel like. That's we how need this to. country was formed by going against the government. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. You know? It's like now we're like we're so soft at the point where it's like you guys can't talk bad about us no more. No, we're doing everything right. 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 Uh, right. We've talked about it. I I don't think that like.
2: I personally don't think world peace is ever a thing so like I think that like government is set up to have conflict it, it is I mean you have two parties mm-hmm. it's set up for conflict and I think like a lot of people have this picture of world peace so they think like it's just gonna happen I don't think that's going to happen for at least it's going to be evolution that allows that to happen you know when there's not so much to separate us you know um, but I do you think world peace is a thing no
1: kidding me I don't think town peace is a thing I don't yeah. think like Street pieces of like thing.
2: I would love it. Don't get me wrong. If I never had to worry about like someone being like that, but it's so individualistic that like it's it's not really a thing. And I think that that's what they're trying to like aim for with these kind of things.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm a realist. I don't think that's ever going to happen unless there's some hugely dystopic one world government that takes cover of everything, and you know everyone has to you know 1984 or some some, which was one of the books that was you know banned yep. or yeah banned censored Yep, banned yeah. book 1984 um and also that was orwell right orwell yeah yeah, yeah. and also uh, animal, animal farm, farm. yeah mm-hmm. which i read that in in school now i'm a little older than you guys so maybe I was taken out of curriculums but i i was forced to read that in school and it was a good book i, I was i was happy to read that one yeah they
1: um I mean, when books are banned they usually come back it, it goes back and forth a few times yes yeah. different states different districts whatever um a lot of government where or dystopian orientated books are generally banned because it does frown on the government. The government doesn't like that. Yeah. So um, the other one was um, um, Aldous Huxley, Brave New World. Brave that New was World. another banned sure. one, another dystopian novel. Uh, same thing. Government t- took control of everything, and we find out, you know, oh, it's not great when the government
0: runs everything. Right. And uh, you yeah, know, government don't like that. Uh. So Orwell had two books on that list, uh, mm-hmm. but John Steinbeck, uh, *Grapes of Wrath* and *Kill a Mockingbird*. I didn't read *Grapes of Wrath*, but I—I I was again in school. I read to *Kill a Mockingbird*. That's um, um Lee. Uh, oh, not, not Steinbeck. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, <sighs> oh crap! Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, I know my, so. my English degree is valid. That's okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I I I, I read uh-huh. differently. It was uh, *Grapes of Wrath* and *Of Mice and Men*, and I read mm-hmm. *Of Mice and Men* as, as well. Yeah. Um, one of our earlier discussions. We talked about um, one flew of the cuckoo's nest
3: mm-hmm.
0: banned. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you read the book. You saw the movie. I, I read the book, um, but it was banned for sexual violence. When there wasn't much, you know, they talked about the main character had a sexually violent past, and they talked about it, but there was no depictions of it at all. What about Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> it
1: be banned for different reasons. It should be banned for bad writing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I didn't read it, but. The movie, and I mean, okay. that's sexual
2: violence and all that, sure. too. And I mean, sure. and they kind of make that seem like it's something woman should be desiring, kind of that whole thing. I mean, I, I guess mean,
1: I'm, but... I'll give it credit. Like, a woman shouldn't be shamed for wanting that type of relationship. I mean, we all have our, our kinks, but you know, the, the movie it was just bad. All the, Everything else about it was just bad. <laughs> yeah, in the realm mm-hmm. of the literature, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to go down as a uh-huh. classic. It was written on sure. a Blackberry. Like, come on. Like, you can't even, like, can't even get a laptop for this. You gotta sit there on your BlackBerry and write something.
0: <laughs> Give me a break, lady. It's uh, funny. Um, and uh, another um, Lord of the Flies, also banned. Fantastic book. One of one of my you know, I, I can't wait until my son is of age where he can read that book because it's it's a great and it's all it's all full of kids anyway. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's a fan, fantastic story. And it's a, it's just big head scratcher on what what falls into those range of being censored and and what what isn't.
1: Yeah, it's generally uh, either political, um, sexual, or religious are the three big reasons why stuff gets uh, banned. Right. So, uh, of course, for uh, Lord of the Flies, it was you know essentially kids killing each other. Um, again, another kind of dystopian society. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that yeah, they didn't like you know, Piggy Simon, Simon died. They didn't like that. They didn't like the um, basically Cheap the spoilers. idea that right <laughs> the idea that um society kind of rolls back into um anarchy There's a lot of stuff about that they didn't like sure which is foolish because again it's a, it's a phenomenal book i completely oh, agree with yeah, you yeah it's a fantastic book yeah um again you know uh, other books that were banned like james and the giant peach was banned yeah. charlotte's web was banned uh the harry potter books are banned yeah
0: yeah i read that as well yeah,
1: yeah. um so it's you know in uh James the Giant Peach and Charlotte's Web, you know, talking animals. Animals don't talk. It's against God. Get out of here. Um, Harry Potter. It's
0: the use use of witchcraft. Sure, sure. Talking snakes in the first one. Yeah, that's straight out of Genesis, man. That's 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 the devil. Exactly. Right. Um, you guys have. Well, I, I you know. I hesitate for a second because I don't know if you guys have you know when I, when I was growing up I bought a lot of cassettes and CDs or CDs in your in your guys's age frame CDs yep yeah well you Carmine you're a little younger age. more iPod like yeah, when so I was straight down m- yeah, yeah, m- MP3s and all that so Tony this is more more directed towards you but I remember going into um, music stores and you had a little black and white symbol on Ex- the bottom what's yeah, yeah yes, I remember exactly. those days right. uh, that's, that, that's, that all started back in uh, 1985 you know so- who started that I do not Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife. Really? Yeah, yeah. You would think it would be some hardcore conservative who's fighting against, you know, bad language and violence in the lyrics, but no, it's a big time liberal going at it. Um, she started the PMRC, which was a Parental Music Resource Center, um, and they had uh, something called the Filthy Fifteen, which she you know goes up against Senate and said these these are these are fifteen songs that are in our mainstream media right now that are ridiculously either violent or t- too sexual in nature or just ultimately profane and, and the list is it's so silly like cindy Lauper, you know but cindy lopper is pretty she, she just wants to have fun exactly <laughs> it's pretty tame compared you know madonna like a prayer okay you can kind of see that but uh, it, it's not that bad you know um we're not going to take it by twisted sister it's just you know it's fighting the power you know fighting the power oh no it's inciting violence and all this and you can actually go on YouTube and see um, Dee Snider, Frank Zappa, and John Denver. Actually, they all went up against the Senate hearings to give their their side of the story. And Dee Snider stole the show. He, he's amazing. You guys, you, you know Dee Snider? Yeah. Um, uh, what band? Twisted Sister. It is Twisted. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah. Okay. When you see Dee Snider, he's got red lipstick on. He's got big curly locks. He, he looks like a really bad drag queen. <laughs> So you're thinking oh crap this is guy he's going to be the voice of reason uh, against the senate and he was incredibly eloquent and he owned them with logic and, and, and everything and it's all on youtube please watch it cuz it's really really fascinating how he you know you get this as oh, a stupid heavy metal guy but no he he totally owned them and saying this is nonsense we shouldn't be censoring art in, in this form um, so yeah definitely check that out and it, it's it's really interesting because back in the you know 1985 time frame She was rallying against you know mostly rap metal rock and roll prince was in there so like r&b type stuff but never touched foot on country music which is just rife of alcoholism and a lot of you know a lot of violence in its own way out there but if there's a genre of music i don't like it would probably be country
1: sure it's just very repetitive and kind of you know silly in its meanings i'm no offense to anybody
0: yeah i I don't listen to country but in in the realm of what we're talking about, it definitely held its own in, in regards to bad things that it brought to the table. Mm-hmm. But she never mentioned any of that. And why was that? Because her husband was a senator or a representative from Tennessee, which is where Nashville is a lot of their money comes from the country music industry. So all these other ones, these are bad. Country music, we're going to turn a blind eye to that. Oh, and it's also
1: essentially all white people, too. Sure. I'm sure that definitely had something to do with it. You know, yeah. you have rap and hip-hop. You no, all these, sadly, these, you're right. These crazy black people, all they're swearing and corrupting our children. Oh, no, no, these are good Christian white folks playing that country music. <laughs> right. We don't have to worry about that. Right, Has they're beating their wife and kicking their dog and, and yeah. Yeah, getting drunk. Getting drunk, and... right. yeah. yeah. Another man boots under my wife's bed. <laughs>
0: Well, you listen to a lot. You know the lyrics and everything. <laughs> you have to learn the enemy.
2: <laughs> so that's what I, th- I, 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 to that story. I think when you, anyone's being censored, there's an agenda to it that people aren't realizing. And I, I mean, sure. Even when you think of like N.W.A. when they were coming out straight out of Compton and all that. I mean, they, they went against them and and all that. I mean, Eminem going up, growing up. Like, I always listened to him, and I, I personally liked his music. And I remember every every news station would like blast him like and they hated him, but, like, there's a lot of people who benefit from his music, too, because he really, his music, most of it wasn't, like, telling people to do bad things. It was really just an explanation of what kids who have it rough go through, really, you know what I mean? And they tried to censor him, because I I don't know why to be, I think because he was helping the rap industry, really, like, he was bringing a lot of white people to the rap industry, you know, like, um, because it was going through all that censorship for so long before that.
0: What I heard with Eminem, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not that much of a fan, so you might know more about this, that whenever he had violence in his music, it was actually the character, Slim Shady, that was singing about the violence. And whenever Marshall Mathers sang, it was actually about... Violence.
2: Yeah, he has conversations yeah, against exactly. himself. Yeah. right? Right,
0: And Slim Shady, he, he's he's the the devil on his shoulder, and Marshall Mathers is, is the angel Yeah, he's his
2: fighting his He's Yeah, he's, he's fighting against himself, right. like, basically, like, you know. Um, and I, and I think it, it, it helps. I'm sure that helps people who, like, kind of have it rough, you know what I mean? Like, and he did grow up in, in a rough time. So I don't see why we would censor that in any way, like, because he made it, too. Like, that's sure. the thing. And, and right. even NWA, all of them made it. And they were trying, they, they were all arrested at the same time. And, and when they first started up and all that, I mean, we, you see it in the movie. I mean, I'm glad that that movie came out, but, um, they were during that time, they were trying, I, I, all that was racist. All that censorship of rap or anything like that was because they didn't want black people to come up like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's any censorship. That's what's going to happen.
0: Right. Um, we're, we're talking about somewhat modern music, but back in I think it was 1938. You had Billie Holiday. You guys ever listen to Billie Holiday? Oh yeah. You yeah, fantastic Her Most famous song being "Strange Fruit." Um, you, you know the story behind that song no. at all? So it was it was banned because it was too morbid, right? So you're you're taking the music out of the, the out of society because it's way too morbid. She took a tour down to the South, and she saw a black man hanging from a tree who was just lynched. And, you know, the song is written from, I think, a child's perspective. Like, Mommy, that's a strange-looking fruit up in the tree. And it wasn't a fruit. It was like man hanging from the tree because he just got lynched. Like, oh, no, no, no. We can't talk about this morbid stuff. We're going to—it's going to happen in real life. But if you sing about it, we're going to you know, we're going to censure you. True, right. Yeah. What a ridiculous—you know, why not stop it from happening? And then maybe the songs won't be happening about that, you know? But, you know, tell that to 1938, 37 Alabama, you know? <laughs> Yeah, good luck there. Sure. Mm, sure. Um, you guys heard who died today? Or last night? No. Larry Flint.
1: Oh, I did see that. That's yes. right. Yeah. yeah,
0: big time. Uh, you know what yeah. Larry Flint is? The hustler yeah. himself. Yeah, a hustler uh-huh. himself. Big time uh, First Amendment rights advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, took a bullet for it and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I thought it was neat. We are talking about censorship and on the same day that Larry Flint dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stars lined up for this one. Yeah, speaking of... Well, I was actually going
1: to bring this up anyway. Um, talking about you know, when why is censorship a good thing? I, I think for children, it's exceptionally a good thing. Because sure. there are things that children don't need to know when they're young, and I think pornography is definitely one of them. Because you know, it's people don't realize that you know, especially young people, that you know, pornography is a fantasy. You see, man and woman do things, or two men, or two women, or
0: whatever what yeah whatever um, your
1: flavor is you know it's a fantasy and when you're seeing that when you're young and you're not quite understanding it this is what you you come to think of that that sex should be like you know the you know the the positions the sounds the, the sizes of things so then you know you go into it your first time and you think that's what it should be like and then it's not and you feel like you know maybe you're a failure you're doing something wrong or whatever when in reality you know sex is not like a porn out you know no. the noise might not be there the positions might not be there you know those positions aren't fun <laughs> no right yeah we they're, all been they're there no good <laughs> yeah so, you know you gotta like stretch for an hour before you're yeah, trying sure. it like, out
0: out. Like, damn it you're heavy you yeah know? yeah <laughs> well that <laughs> no, goes
2: right along with like it no. takes a village to raise a child you know mm-hmm. like society has to protect our children like we have mm-hmm. to have those rules that make sure that children are protected from even violence you know they don't mm-hmm. need to be seeing the violence at a young age you know uh, yeah exactly because i think it even for for kids especially, like if they see that violence, it kind of makes them um, where it doesn't affect them when sure. they actually see it in real life. Desensitized. Yeah, it desensitizes yeah. them basically. So um, that's why I think it's it takes the whole village, the whole society to raise our children. And yeah. a few bad apples kind of screw that up every once in a while, but
0: always. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to navigate the world and shielding your 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 kids' eyes from from every direction because it's it's, it's always out there.
1: Uh, especially now. I mean, you know, we have the internet. Yeah, you know, they can type in anything and get anything they sure. possibly want. And yeah, you know, that's you know, parents should put up job locks, you know, make sure those sites are, are blocked or need a password or whatever. Right. Same thing with T V, you know, certain movie sites where they're not censored at all, you know, make sure your kids aren't doing that. You know. So, again, it's not, not good lessons for kids that age because they don't know the difference between the fantasy and the reality with the violence, with the sex, with whatever there is. You know, with the drugs. You know how many movies I've seen where it's like, wow, doing drugs is awesome. Sure. Then you actually start doing them. and It's like, this isn't as awesome as that movie <laughs> made it seem like. You don't see any pink <laughs> elephants anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow, my friend is overdosing. They didn't do this in the movie. Right. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, certainly. It's a it's a it's a hard world to navigate through. Um, it, it'd be hard for to push back the waves of that input with, with any type of legislation. But I can control my house. Yes, you know I can control what happens inside my house. So that's that's you know control what you can control. Yeah, so that's how I go through it.
2: Till your kid goes to school and messes it up for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, for
0: the first day there, sure. Uh, you just try to plant the seeds properly. Mommy said this, yeah.
2: Daddy said that, and the teacher doesn't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, Jimmy, want to see what I have on my tablet? What are those two girls doing? Yeah, and then there you go. The, that all comes to an end just because somebody else's parent was irresponsible. Right. Yeah. Another another story, changing the subject again. So, there's a, there's a certain epidemic going on right now. What was an epidemic that happened about 100 years ago? Do we remember? What was it called? It was influenza. What kind of influenza?
0: The Spanish variety.
1: Do we know why it was called the Spanish variety of influenza? I know. Do you know, Carmine? Why? All right, so here's a little story about a little flu. So, back in 1918, what was going on? World War One. That is correct. So we had two sides to World War One, and my history is not phenom- phenomenal, but we had the Allies and the Axis. Right? Axis
0: was World War Two, but it was okay. kind of it was something similar to that.
1: Okay, but regardless, we had two sides, right? Yeah. There's always two sides in a war, so people were too distracted
0: fighting, and this flu starts popping up, and it was bad. Uh, this was when trench warfare was big, yeah. so you had everyone. C- Together in these trenches so if you you get this really contagious disease in really awful environment It's just gonna go through everything exactly and It did mm-hmm.
1: So in order to not destroy the soldiers' spirits while they're fighting people decided just not to tell them about this flu and Completely ignore it that its existence was even happening. Sure. So they Focus more on killing each other instead of you know getting killed by this this flu well one little country Spain Was not involved in the war so they said we're a neutral party we really don't care so they blasted their papers out telling everyone about this flu you know every single article every page got around to everyone well turns out spain was the only one talking about this flu so if spain's the only one that knows about it and the only one that's dealing with it they must be the where it came from sure so now 100 years later, we have the Spanish flu, which actually did not start in Spain. It started either, I think it was in England or the U.S. It was one of the I heard
0: Kansas. Kansas,
1: okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Army
0: base in Kansas.
1: There you go, yep. So censorship, you know, the the fact that Spain kind of took their freedom of speech while these other countries are being censored, you know, had this horrible disease labeled after them, which they had nothing to do with.
2: Right, right. The only thing I knew about that story was it didn't
0: come from Spain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you know the rest. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing
0: a good thing by trying to inform people, hey, this is happening, and this is killing everyone. Oh, you did it. Yeah. You, did it. you know, Those who smelt it don't get hey, it you exactly. know, mentality.
2: It but, goes into that layers of lying we were talking about last oh. week. you know, like you got to see like where are they lying because they're, they're censoring for a reason or they're giving you information for a reason, and then there was some lying going on somewhere.
0: Sure. right. Yeah, no, it's a history's rife with this stuff. Okay. I'm all tapped out, guys. You got any, anything else just add? Uh, I, think, uh, I think I'm going to censor myself now. Yeah, smart. <laughs> Good.
2: <laughs> so, we want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode of Cognition Ignition. Remember to find us on Facebook and YouTube. I'm Carmine.
1: I'm Tony. And I'm Franco.
2: And we'll catch you on the next episode.